Welcome back to BS Reactor, where we get our friends to talk about stuff we couldn't get other people in our lives to chat with us about. This time, we're wrapping up our chat about the 2019 horror suspense comedy, Us. Check out the other parts so this makes as much sense as possible. Or you can listen to it out of order and see if it feels more like a Christopher Nolan kind of thing. As almost always, we're going to use profanity and spoilers to get our points across. So if you're not into that kind of thing, tap stop before the music ends. And thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate you. They get back to the boardwalk and they see the road blocked by their own car from back at the house. They get out and they see Pluto who emerges from in front of their car for some reason. I'm not sure how we got there, but this is where we're at. So Adelaide gets out of the car again and Gabe's just like, okay, I guess you know what you're doing. Whatever. Right. (laughs) I mean, what choice does he have at this point? Right. And then Jason has this, again, mirrors the actions or whatever. They have this link between each other and he realizes oh this is a trap there's gasoline coming from under there mm-hmm. so maybe pluto was riding under the car but grappled I mean, his way yeah. under the car or something and cut the fuel line he freaking kate feared it under the yeah <laughs> yeah feared it it under the- so he lights a match it's about to throw it adelaide's like please don't do that and then jason realizing that their old car is on fire in front of them just walks backwards and pluto mirrors his actions mm-hmm. and backwards. walks directly into the fire which again tragic yep. is it i mean <laughs> it is kind of <laughs> As much as they're the bad guys, the clones are still, like, human. Yeah. Tragic adjacent, I guess. Human-ish. While he's backing up, they're like, oh, shit, they just killed clone Jason. Red snatches up Jason Mm -hmm. and then runs off. And she got pretty fast, too. (laughs) She did. She Mm -hmm. did. Pretty far in that short amount of time that she took him. Zora and Gabe recuperate, and an ambulance, like, patch themselves up. They're like, oh, I guess... Your mother's capable of doing whatever the fuck she wants, so she'll be back, I guess. In the background, you can see the line of clones doing their thing. So Adelaide goes back to the funhouse. She finds the pathway Mm -hmm. to this escalator going down to the underground, which looks like a subway station, kind of. Yeah. The laboratory subway station hybrid. All the neon lights and stuff, which is weird that she automatically knew how to get down there, but whatever. Yeah. And this place is overrun by rabbits, mirroring Mm -hmm. the first scene. She finds Red and Red explains, again, reliable narrator, whatever, that the tethered in her mind were clones created by the government to control the public but the experiment failed and all of these clones were abandoned in the underground for generations they were just mindlessly copying everything that everyone on top was doing but over time they slowly went insane and red was down there she was mirroring ballet and they realized that she was different from all the other clones So at this point, the two are fighting. Uh, Well, I would say that Adelaide is attacking Red, and Red is just dodging, (laughs) sneaking out of the way, and then all the stabs, you know, it's like, beep. (laughs) But eventually, he manages to overpower her, and she's 
slams the fire poker into Red. Mm-hmm. And then to confirm the kill, she strangles them with the handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Adelaide begins to imitate the clicking and laughing Red was doing. And I'm like, maybe their souls are coming back together. But you can definitely tell this is like a big traumatic thing. She's bringing up a bunch of childhood shit. She's finally coping, but maybe she's a little bit broken too. And then she hears Jason, who is hiding in the locker over there. She goes over and assures him that like everything's fine. I rescued you. Mm-hmm. This is going to be okay. But like he saw his mom do this. He heard the monologue. Mm-hmm. So like this is going to be a thing he remembers a whole bunch. This is, I would say this is where the twist comes in. Well, yeah, yeah. A little later. Yeah. But Adelaide goes up uh, and drives her family away in the ambulance. And then she is doing a flashback of when she met Red in the fun house. And it's like she saw this reflection of herself. What she thought was a reflection. And then the reflection strangled her. Which is why yeah. the person talks like. Right. So like doppelganger choked her. She's unconscious, dragging her into the tunnel and then handcuffed the girl to the bed down below. And took her so handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Right. Stole the thriller shirt. And then we realized that Red was the real Adelaide the, the whole time. time. Yep. Which it hit me the first time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to like watch for the twist at this point. Mm-hmm. So like, this, this is a good one for me. As they're like driving off to get like get away from the carnage or whatever up top, you can kind of tell that Jason figured it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they, it is my mom. He was she's like, been, she's also, cool. she protected me. She's been cool. Right. Oh, also so. a sociopathic clone lady, but like also my mom, like I'm apparently half sociopath clone. So maybe like, you know, she's treated there. me well. She loved me. So sure. I, right. I mean, it would help that she didn't have that crazy looking smile on her face when she was looking at her. <laughs> it's like, maybe mom will eat me. Yeah. But she's also very protective. Don't be so, right. Yeah. She killed, at the end, you start to go back and look at all the stuff in the movies. Yeah. All the things that didn't yeah. quite and add up. Like, oh, this is why it makes sense. Why? Yeah. The second time through was an entirely different yeah. experience mm-hmm. for me because, oh my God, like it matches up that she's eating strawberries instead of whatever. She's basically a vegetarian because it traumatized her. She couldn't talk because she was the clone below mm-hmm. and it took a while for her to learn the dance fighting was because they made sure she got ballet lessons and mm-hmm. they, but they were still tethered all the croaking voices because she got strangled mm-hmm. and went through a bunch of stress so that makes sense so that, that's why Red is a <laughs> oh and what we didn't say too is that when she was dragging her through the down there, the downstairs like yeah. everything that she saw on the upside like the people mm-hmm. playing rock paper scissors or eating were being mirrored by their counterparts oh, down, down yeah. doing something like the people who were eating were eating like carnival food but then it went back to the people on the underground they're, they're like eating bunnies like rabbits, rabbits. And, stuff. Yeah. and that's what all they can eat and then the people on the roller coaster was weird they're all just staying next to each other going, oh, oh, people right. on the but like it's there's also explaining that there's kind of a delay yeah because she saw this stuff up top and then moments later yeah. it's going on and so others. basically this movie is telling you that there's tunnels full of people because uh-huh. <laughs> at the end of the movie it shows all the shadow people mm-hmm. hands across America style mm-hmm. across the it's, yeah. it's assumed that yeah. once you kill your person mm-hmm. you join the line okay. yeah so that brings up a lot of questions but here's the thing <laughs> yeah uh, want to do our ratings first before we go into the well i feel like well, i should read some of oh yeah please of evan's manifesto <laughs> that he said please. so let's see uh five minute slow motion rabbit intro up about lost me before we started that's how he starts mm. off making me look up bible references mm. he also says you got to establish literally any lore before you do the red robed scissor clone cult thing <laughs> um, he is basically speculating at this point that she is the mirror girl so good job on that one yeah no groundwork on absolutely any 
thing, the M. Night Shyamalan thing. This is the the girl has some pent up shit about the twin freaks. Yeah. Yeah, she has some pent up though. Because when she smashed the crap out of that other one, you're like, oh, okay. Maybe she's had to deal with these twins for a while. Like, Maybe. Yeah. Um, need about 80% less long ass nothing shots. Dramatic tension doesn't need it. He doesn't like the hands across America bit. So there's an homage to rabbit cloning facilities. Yeah. And it's it failed experiments and such. For sure. Where is the poop? Indeed. See, yeah. The rabbit. I was wondering about that too. Like, this is a weirdly clean room. <laughs> That's going to go to what we're going to talk about later about the logistics of yeah. the logistics of yeah. costumes and scissors and all that shit. Yeah. And why gloves though? <laughs> it's like in all caps in here. Because it's cool. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. And I'll read this after because it's like his rebuttal to the argument that he's assuming we're going to have. So. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like ratings. What do, what do you have all that? I give this movie a 4.5 out of 5. It was very good. It's one of those movies that it has multiple... You could take multiple things out of it. Mm-hmm. Like as for... We'll probably talk about this later, but as for me... I thought it was a talking about your worst enemy is yourself mm-hmm. and yeah, that kind of yeah. do we really know ourselves and the things that's going to take us down in life, in our career or whatever is going to be ourselves. That's what I took out of it. But I just took it. That was like a base thing I took out of it. And once I saw looking the stuff up, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. But I give it a 4.5 because it was a good movie. I liked it. If it wasn't for the logistical issues that came in mind at the end, I was like, it would bring a five to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Jasmine? Oh, I'd give it the same rating. I did think the same thing. It One of the major themes is definitely that we are our own worst enemies. Mm-hmm. There's definitely something to be said about class throughout this thing, especially with their frenemies. The yes, white devils for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Like if the, you couldn't have painted it any clearer there at all. But I really mm-hmm. I really liked it. I think it was creepy enough. I am positive that I didn't get everything. So this is definitely something that's rewatchable, which is always oh, yeah. something that I like to look for. And again, you know, someone who writes comedy often and things mm-hmm. like that, you know, that they're going to come with some interesting perspectives and thought provoking things, perhaps. And I like to get out and I like us. I haven't seen Nope yet. So mm-hmm. we'll see if it continues. Yeah, totally. So. All right. So I'm going to give it my split ratings as usual. So did it accomplish what it needed to? I would say mostly it was a $20 million movie. You know, one of those Blumhouse budget things Mm -hmm. that made over 200 million. So yeah, it fucking did what it wanted to. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Don't be wrong. And I would say that in terms of like Jordan Peele's street cred, this was for as many confusing and dream logic-y things that happen in Mm -hmm. this movie. It holds together. Like my experience coming out of the movie was like, it was fun to think about it right like what's next it doesn't have a lot of internal lore aside from like adelaide or brad monologuing about what's happening but i don't think that's really the point of it it Mm. just puts you in a headspace the acting is so good in this Mm. if they had b actors in this or you know the usual outer limits kind of actors in this sci-fi original movie kind of shenanigans Mm -hmm. this movie would have failed hard because the plot isn't that strong there's a lot of references back and forth to make links between things that are fun if you're paying attention like the black flag t-shirt the number Mm -hmm. of 11 11 things or like when you're in the underground at the end of the the end of the movie and you start noticing like the 11 11 guy has it carved into his head yeah which you compare to the first scene of the movie so it's kind of like a the the movie itself is kind of a mirror like it's a reflection of itself there's a issue of the 
the Watchmen called Fearful Symmetry that tries to do something very similar. And I, I really appreciate how much effort it must take to do this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think the script could have taken a couple more months to bake through. They were trying to play up on the like the popularity of Get Out, which was legitimately uh-huh. trend setting. But I feel like there's a lot of specific character beats and lore stuff that should have been in. Like the parents should have been more involved mm-hmm. later on. Maybe Adelaide, just like a phone call to her mother later on. Like that could have been a thing. Maybe her parents disappear. That could have been plot elements. They should have done more logistics in terms of maybe there was a staff before this that took care of the rabbits and made sure people were on the same curve of things Mm -hmm. there's a lot of explanation things that i was hunting for even though that's not the point of the movie i think a lot of people were distracted by the sheer chaos that must have happened behind the scenes to make this happen yeah because a lot of the logistics stuff is just i'll make you think about it because there's no one else down there and they just get abandoned how are they going to come across jumpsuits and scissors yeah scissors food inadequate levels education levels how do you get the rabbits even though rabbits do breed like rabbits Rabbits. not that fast though not that fast attain all these people mm-hmm. does everyone have a clone how do they get everyone get a clone or a shadow what happens like, if someone goes overseas are there other centers because they, they yeah. Yeah. we're only seeing like america yeah like, there are a lot of questions right yeah <laughs> is there a clone president you know <laughs> yeah wow so it's like you know there's uh-huh. someone underground for everyone what about the animals right but if they again if they were just like blah 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 aliens you'd be like Okay, fine, but that really doesn't say anything yeah, either. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, yeah. I just realized something. How did they get the same? When she was taking, dragging her original self down there, I noticed that all of them had the same clothes on that the people above them did. So how did they get That's those right. clothes? Yeah, and her clone dad yeah. gave her a shirt that didn't have Michael Jackson on it, but it was like thematically similar. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. So I'm like, where did that come from? I you know? know. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just like I like the idea that they're mirroring each other, but uh-huh. it's like, wait a minute, how do they get the same clothes and everything? And, and I also get that he doesn't want to go too far into the mystical shit because mm-hmm. that would ruin the vibe of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it would make it seem less realistic. It was like magic portal or something, yeah. you know, wizard shit or whatever. So like, I would rate this movie pretty highly just for what it did and what it accomplished and the the sheer amount of acting skill. And these are the people that are probably like practice doing Shakespeare. In my mind, Shakespeare's not that good of an author either <laughs> so if you could pull off his shit which is basically written in gibberish and make it seem compelling all the characters you could do pretty much anything <laughs> so like come at me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would give it probably about the same thing four and a half four somewhere in there out of five yeah and like you said once you watch it the second time all the little stuff that yeah, mm-hmm. there's that, a lot of thought that went into that adelaide this. does yeah. Yeah. you're like oh the fact that she couldn't really is like, I'm bad at talking. That suddenly takes uh, on a whole different meaning. Yes. Or her trying to say, this is how you do it, son. Like, teach her son how to snap, but she's not totally on yeah, beat. She's herself, off beat yeah, she's off beat. A little bit. Or uh-huh. or why she was so scared. Like, you're thinking, oh, she's so scared to go back there because she had an incident when she was younger that she's like, I just don't want to go back there because I have PTSD. She right. want to go back there because she knows there's people down there mm-hmm. that, that are going to snatch her up. That yeah. Could, yeah. Right. That's why she was like, where's Jason at? Because she's like, I don't want Jason to go away because right. I know that what happened to me. Right. Or that's what I did. And also, she she knows at some level that her real self or clone self, however you want to phrase it, is going to get out of those handcuffs. Yeah. It's going to yeah. happen eventually. One thing that got me too is you said that they basically didn't have like a soul. Yeah. So why did 
Red have one? Oh, well, Red is the real person. But how yeah, did yeah. Vice first person Well, did? again, it goes back to my whole like unreliable narrator. Yeah. Like, we don't know this is a government program. Yeah. Like, maybe it's just Santa Cruz and like pockets of places. Like, and like, how would she know? Because she's not the original. Like, she ooh, was the girl ooh. that was up here. How would you know that there's a, yeah. that like, she could have just made that up. This movie would have been awesome too, since they're in Santa Cruz. And all of a sudden, you saw Corey Haim and uh, <laughs> Jason Patrick and Keith Sutherland come by. But yeah. Yeah, like it had to do that, and then two. I just lost my chain of thought. Everyone's not talking. Lost boys. Where they could have, because if they got the rights to Michael Jackson's likeness or whatever, they could have made a joke like, "Oh yeah, the clone for him got out years ago" or something. Uh (laughs) That would have been nice. Yeah, they they definitely could have. I don't know if the state would have liked that, but (laughs) no, it wouldn't. That also explains like why she'd be like, no, there there were sort of inherent things that she knew. Yes. But it doesn't in that moment of the chaos, you're not like, why would she know that? That's mm-hmm. why she was so adamant about calling the cops because she knew what it was. She yeah. Was so she she was up on she it. She didn't yeah. plus she's like, nope, immediately. Uh-huh. But when she's being pressed into the table and she's like, Why are you doing this? Like she knows. Right. Yeah. You do. Right. Yeah. Like what? She said, no, the cool thing about that part of that scene is when Red is putting her into this and she's why are you doing it? It shows her mirror image of her face looking back at her. She goes, why are you doing this? Because of you. Because mm-hmm. of I'm doing this because of you. Like, you're the reason why I'm doing this because yeah. you messed me up and tricked me down. And that's where the whole thing was. She's talking about the blood thing because she's like, do you realize how bad it is that I had to live the other life that I shouldn't have because yeah. of that? Which, at the same time, if she knew about it, how couldn't she get out? Because I know she didn't the know escalator? how she... Yeah. And just go back up? Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah. I knew she didn't know how she got down there. But once she got out of the handcuffs... Because that whole area, that's where they all slept. Uh-huh. One of them obviously let her out. Couldn't she have, like, walked up? Fi- like, she One had many think. years. She had years. She could have walked around and found the exit. Yeah. logistical things like that and i mean we're talking about the grand metaphor of yeah. this thing mm-hmm. you know there's the people on the upside you know, the other privileged people yes but everything that happens to them it comes at the expense of someone else in the underground like the underprivileged people have to work so hard to make life possible for the people up top like it's, it's kind of the metaphor capitalism mm-hmm. yeah i said but classism like, but okay yeah. yeah classism but like in the real world there's way more poor people yeah lower middle class mm-hmm. through poverty most people at least in america just as a reference because we're talking about americans there aren't that many rich people and i feel like to really sing home like the message most people would be on the underground yeah mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. like yeah I, I get it but also like where's the rest <laughs> of your metaphor right well, yeah. part of it too, but like, also too, you're it missing a part it goes into the whole gabe is a perfect allegory for the classism slash capitalism yeah. aspect a lot of stuff we do we want to get more like mm-hmm. our whole idea is to get above in our station what we do so what we do is when you get to a certain level to try to fit in with the other people at that level you try to buy things or do stuff that what will people on the outside makes it look like hey this person's one of us but really you're not example being mm-hmm. 
they bought the summer home. Yeah. Whatever. That's fine. But he talked about, even when he had it, he talks about other stuff like, oh, he got that new car and blah, blah, blah. He's like, even though I bought yeah. this nice car, uh-huh. white dude got <laughs> a better car. Or, yeah. hey, look, I bought this boat so I can match up with the other guy who has a boat. But his boat works well. Mine doesn't. Keep it, shutting off yeah, or whatever. Keeps yeah, shutting off and goes around. Like, so it's almost there, but not quite there. Uh-huh. The house with the generator, like, oh, yeah, our summer house is nice, but they have a generator. So right, we should have got yeah. a generator. Uh-huh. So it was like, it's like. And it's two stories. Yes. Oh, so yeah. it's like, and they didn't have no window treatments either. It was all glass, too. I was like, hey, <laughs> no one in this movie believe in like curtains? For real. It also, just being me, I sympathize with people of lower SES in daily life. And I kind of feel weird that the main characters that you're supposed to be rooting for are the rich class, metaphorically yeah. speaking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was kind of unclear for me. Maybe that's why I kept sympathizing with the clones. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, she's a single mother now. That's that's sad. But like at the same time, God damn, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and maybe not knowing, but like maybe rich people think the underclasses are that creepy. Like if we let them in, they're just going to start scissoring people or whatever. I mean, we all saw what happened with that GameStop thing. So <laughs> game stunk. Yeah. I saw a movie when people were scissoring once. Pretty awesome. Yep. And since I said that while you're getting Evan's stuff ready. <laughs> what do you guys want to read it? I don't know. You can read it. No? Okay. So right. as, we, as he's getting that ready, as you guys say, Second Samuel 10, 4 is. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I was about so, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it Hanan? Yeah, Hanan. Hanan yeah. took David's servants and shaved off half their beard and cut off their garments in the middle at their hips. And sent them away. It says buttocks in the NIV version, but yeah. So basically, so he shaved half their beards off, <laughs> and then split. Well, cut rather. Uh-huh. The everyone was wearing tunics back then, right? right their yeah. tunic in the back yeah. or all the way down the back. So, so their dicks hanging their, out in there. But everything yeah. is just hanging out in uh-huh. whatever degree Easy. weather. Yeah, so humiliating them. <laughs> King David sent servants to be like, "Hey, what's up, neighboring kingdom or whatever?" And he's like, "I'm gonna disrespect you, fuckers." <laughs> so I'm cut your beard off. No, right. dude. Oh, okay. So David's right. like, "You know what? I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> so. Anyway, Second yeah, Samuel's wild. Yeah, you get David, David. David was a was a was a kind right. of gangster killer. <laughs> I just find it funny that there's a Bible verse that has buttocks in it. So, <laughs> but also kind of ties into the movie because I imagine the people that lived in that area, like you know, all of Israel shows up and it's like, hey, this is our land now. It's like, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you say who now? Yeah. So. <laughs> my biblical childhood leaking out here. But anyway, let's see. <laughs> what a argument will Evan be having without, uh, I'll, I'll just read it off. It's like a, a block of text here. So it says, um, I know what a metaphor is, but if you try to tell me that this is a deep cut about how in our society, those with power and freedom do as they please at the expense of lower class, they don't know or care about. And to reach higher, the downtrodden must become something like that of a puppet to them. Congratulations, motherfucker. You wrote Spaceballs without jokes. Uh, so little in this alludes directly to those issues without actually delivering anything but the weakest sci-fi channel original explanation for the framing device. The entire thing is unfinished and hollow. All right. Well, okay, so like that's a more brutal version of what I said. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he would not rate it as highly as we did is what probably I probably not. Yeah, so we're not. But like, I, I was chatting with him on a little bit on Discord mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, but the acting is so goddamn good. And he's like, yeah, yeah. The execution <laughs> was amazing. But like. <laughs> so this is part of our alter perception. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what? Yeah, Evan's series. He did Mirror Mask and 
the Mr. Nobody. Yeah, yeah Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Right. And then I did. All I could see was Jared Leto. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say Mr. Monkey. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Then I did Nocturna and Yesterday. Oh, yes. Alter Perceptions. Yeah, yes, yes. And then you did this one. And next time, if we'll you want to give a little preview here. We'll Sorry to bother you, Rick. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted, <laughs> as, since the last, a lot of our last episodes have been watching movies where there's barely no black people in it, I wanted to <laughs> bring us back and have yeah. two movies that have pretty much nothing but black people. I was people thinking about it. that for Nocturna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yesterday, the main character characters brown but like there's no black people in that movie really i said hey i know a movie that have black people in it <laughs> yes absolutely no i'm glad you brought this up this is one mm-hmm. i've been thinking about off and on for a bit because it's one of those movies where i like it but i don't necessarily have a great reason to watch it necessarily yeah, again. yeah so i'm glad you brought it oh, up. oh yeah that, i mean that's literally the reason why i did this is so yeah. that i make sure i watch this because i wanted to watch this uh-huh. movie but i was just like eh I thought you were going to yeah. have us watch Nope, which I haven't seen. It's got Steven yeah. Yuan in it. He's pretty good. But, yeah. but, <laughs> that, but that, would that really be an altered perception movie? Though? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, Ish. No, yeah. yeah. I don't think so. It's about fame. It's about Hollywood. Yeah. But yeah, you'll have to watch it. Yeah. yeah but is that pretty much what we got for us? I think so. Yeah. I think that'll wrap it up. The only other thing I would mention on this is the soundtrack is Fire. So oh, look well. that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad we got this one. I think there's a big future in Afrofuturism, like um, basically art films that are not done by just white people. Yeah. It's <laughs> like white people can get away with all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit because like I want to see crazy shit from the whole world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like uh, keep making movies, Jordan Peele, if you yeah. get keep bored and listen to a podcast or something. The thing is, I was feared that they're going to some studios and like so much money and I'm like, here, redo. Don't do it. Six cents or something. Uh, you mean when he was hosting The Outer Limits? Twice. When well. he twilight zone and he did he produce it yeah fuck, was it candy man he produced candy man yeah was yeah he did i, I haven't like, seen that either not as good as the original but different very different i like how candy man the original was one of the few horror movies that was like a uh had a social thing behind mm-hmm. all the yeah. craziness i was like oh okay mm-hmm. But um, I mean, it would make sense that they got someone like him to do that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. Yeah, I keep. I hope he keeps making stuff and he doesn't M Night Shyamalan himself. Yeah, that's the. As he doesn't definitely say, the hope. As he doesn't yeah. write a movie where he plays a character that literally writes a book that saves the world, <laughs> <laughs> or he tries to do a beloved children's cartoon that he absolutely destroys. That he says he's a fan of, and then just does nothing what a fan would do. If he announces, <laughs> at all. if he announces that he's going to direct Static Shock, we need to start a petition to make him stop. I honestly, if he was to do that, I honestly might be like, you know what? Do not M. Night Shovel on yourself, please. <laughs> I'm not saying we should hire a hitman. <laughs> Don't kill the man. Just give him better work to do. Yeah. Do something else. Yeah. Give him steel. Yeah. Like I keep going to Shyamalan movies because as goofy and fucked up as that they are, to begin they, make, with. they make an impression. <laughs> they, yeah. So I want to see that last one that came out, Kevin and at the yeah, end of the woods. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It's but a good I want to read the book first. It's totally different, almost unrelated. Oh, honestly, oh. yeah. So Cabin at the end of the world is—is is it kind of like spoilers either way? But I think you're going to pick up on it. Is it kind of like uh, the Born series where yeah, they're kind of like the Born books, but in name only i haven't read those books so i couldn't They're, say that but the titles actually make sense because in the born spoilers everyone who hasn't read these books even though they're like fool probably about four years old now in the first book the born identity he actually finds out who he is at the end of that book has oh. that's the identity part he finds out whose real name is born supremacy <laughs> i want him to be yeah. like i want him to not like his own name <laughs> <laughs> well is like, that plain is that plain name they give him in the movie like josh <laughs> 
I don't look like no Josh. <laughs> Randy <laughs> can New- you, Newman? Can you imagine? My name is Randy Newman. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the Bird Supremacy, he is done with being a uh, agent of Reverend Treadstone, mm-hmm. but he has to go back out because someone is killing people as Jason Bourne. I think I saw that movie. <laughs> well, that's the second. That's the, yeah. Okay. That, yeah. The second one was kind of like that, but that was the book. And then the third one was ultimatum was basically this guy who he tried to kill in the first book, basically gave him ultimatum that if he doesn't come and fight, find him and fight him or whatever, he's going to like basically destroy his life. And so, that is the plot of the born ultimate. <laughs> I mean, so the name, so when you watch those movies, you're like, Oh, okay. It's nice that the movie, you're like, Oh, like those movies are so good. I still love those movies, but they are totally against the book. I was like, yeah, for real. yeah. It was, right. few, it was one of the few times where a book and a movie are nothing alike, and I like both of them. Okay. So, but yeah, Jordan Peele's due for another movie before too long, so maybe if it's good, right we'll, uh, well, yeah, we'll I mean, he's it. constantly maybe. working, but yeah. Shall we close this thing out? Yeah, I'd say so. All Pat? right. <laughs> I don't have nothing else. I was going to say something <laughs> stupid. But, okay, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something stupid or perverted, but I have nothing. I don't you know, got anything. Wow. I have nothing to That is new. That's new. <laughs> That's what she said. We pull our pants down. All right. Yes. Got it. We, we could refer to Hands Across America as the largest hand job in history. Isaac, you son of a All bitch. Right. I know. I'm a genius. That was better. That was way better. <laughs> that was. Today, I am Pat. <laughs> Evil pet. But are you gentle while you're randomly? <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Touch my booty. I would throw music right now. here. Smack, smack my ass. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and pull my there. pull my noses to here. <laughs> All right. See you next time, guys. Bye. BS Reactor is recorded in the Midwestern United States. And I checked. Hands Across America totally did go through our little college town back in 86. All voices, music, and mixing are put together by us. All rights reserved. This week's music is a tribute to the other BS, the Backstreet Boys. Please don't sue us. The old music video is really nuts, so check it out sometime. If you have any comments, questions, or you want to tell our music guy to do more covers, contact the show on Instagram, SoundCloud, or our website, bsreactor.com. Join us next time for something completely different. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you.